everyone. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and welcome to What Women Must Know. Thank you always for joining me. I, I am so grateful to have the opportunity to be here with you, to have amazing guests on my show, and to support you on your journey to health and well-being. I always like to use my my favorite tagline, really, because this show is about empowering you with truthful information so you can make the most informed decisions regarding your health and well-being. And as always, I just love the guests that are on my show. I learn so much from them, and they have a wealth of knowledge and information, and it's certainly about expanding our awareness and opening our mind to possibilities. So that's really what the show is about. It's opening to all the possibilities that are available to us for healing, for improving our life, transforming our life. If you would like to get the archives to What Women Must Know or to the other show that I do on this network, which is called The Love Code, then I recommend you do one of two things. You can either go to my Facebook page and like me there at What Women Must Know or you can go to my website, which is Dr. Cheryl Selman. That's for drcherylselman.com, and just opt in to that site and be part of that community. And then I can email you the weekly shows that I do on both my programs. So I hope you'll be a part of my community and joining me every week for these wonderful, inspiring, uplifting, and life-changing conversations. Truly life-changing. So my conversation today is truly life-changing. It's been uh, amazing and profound in my life, and we'll learn just how amazing and profound it is for so many people. And my guest today is Dr. Wayne Pickstone, and we're going to be talking about what are redox signaling molecules and why you need them to heal. And a little bit about Dr. Wayne before I invite him onto the show Dr. Wayne Pickstone is a doctor of Chinese medicine, a Psych-K practitioner, and is fully qualified in naturopathy, medical herbalism, massage, bone therapy, and neuroemotional techniques. He has also been in the wellness industry for the past 30 years and conducted over 100,000 consultations. Wayne is also a certified life coach and business coach which allows them to guide clients in life-transforming sessions for professional, personal, and business development. So, Wayne is a man of great wisdom, great experience, and it's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Wayne Pickstone to the show today. So, hello, Wayne, and welcome. It's so good to have you on the show. Thanks, Cheryl. Thank you very much, and thank you for those kind words, and I'm really looking excited. I'm really I'm excited about um, what we've got to talk about today. Absolutely. So I just um, want to uh, say, first of all, that I actually met Dr. Wayne here in Australia. As you can tell, Dr. Wayne's Australian. <laughs> and <laughs> I, 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 I was told I had to meet this really amazing practitioner, and uh, I always uh, follow those uh, those comments. I never want to miss an opportunity to meet amazing people. And that was really 
how I introduced myself to Wayne and uh, and and learning from Wayne, learning a lot from Wayne. Actually, he's he's got so much wisdom and experience. So I um, I, I was really curious to learn about these redox signaling molecules, and Wayne's really an expert in this subject right now. And so that was how I first met Wayne, and uh, we've been collaborating ever since. So um, having said that, <laughs> I, uh, I I would love you, Wayne, to talk about, first of all, the, the journey that got you into this field of holistic and integrative health, because uh, what we didn't say in your intro is that you have created in the past some very successful clinics and have, uh, you know, just done so much work in this field and had a huge following and, and other staff and practitioners working with you. How did your journey take you in this direction? Yeah, it's an interesting, um, interesting question. I remember it quite profoundly because it was actually on a touch football field, <laughs> believe it or not. I was on a touch football field looking up after I um, had a massive injury to an ankle, wondering if I was ever going to play sport again. And at that particular time in my life, sport was everything to me. I was a professional squash coach. Um, I was playing in the state squash. I was also um, nearly mated to the Australian mixed um, uh, touch football squad, played for Queensland, the local state. But I was on the ground in agony, and wondering where my life was going to take me because at that particular time it seemed as if because of the pain I was in, I was going um, really nowhere in the future when it was coming to, to sport. And then what happened is um, I had a another in, important match only seven days later playing for Queensland. And um, the, knowing... You know, when you're a sports person, you kind of uh, know injuries and you know how long somebody's going to take. And this was pretty profound. And I knew that conventional way of treating this was not going to be ready in seven days. But a good friend of mine said, why don't you go try some acupuncture? Uh, It worked for me and it worked incredibly well. So I had three treatments in seven days and I was back on the field in a week. Uh, And that piqued my interest. And from there... I must have asked, I know I did, I I asked a lot of questions to my practitioner, David. He was actually, I didn't know it at the time, but he ended up being the president of the the college. And he said, hey, Wayne, you seem to be really interested in this. Why don't you come down to an open day? And I went down for an open day at the college, fell in love with it and studied it. And from there, I did the uh, traditional acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine, dietetics and herbalism. And then I went into naturopathy and did the Western herbalism and loved even Ayurvedic sciences and actually studied that. I went to South Africa and I went through even India and also Australia New Zealand learning about that. Um, So I've really, that one injury, which seemed to be a crisis, actually just turned my whole life into a beautiful opportunity of being able to help people. As often is the case, right, what looks like a disaster actually becomes a blessing because it leads us into a whole a whole new direction which we would never have really explored or in your case really found a greater sense of purpose and service. 
Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of what then got me into redox. So there's another part of my life where, once again, I was doing um, interval training on the beach and loved the beach. I live only a few minutes, few um, kilometres away from the beach, and that's where uh, yourself now, Cheryl, you live um, quite close to the beach now here, and it's a beautiful spot in Queensland, absolutely stunning beaches. And I was just doing my interval training. I think I was just doing a little bit of a jog and then I was doing a little bit of sprints and then just walking and just enjoying the beach after some uh, um, body weight exercises on the beach. And uh, I ended up feeling this little bit of a, a twinge in my sciatica. And I just went home, didn't think much of it, but then it kept on getting worse. And from there, I tried, once again, everything. I tried the acupuncture. I tried multiple treatments of acupuncture. I went chiropractic physios. I tried everything in the natural world. Um, and then I um, went and did some x-rays and found out what was wrong, and still nothing was working. And then I came across uh, these redox molecules. And I truly didn't believe that you could put redox molecules into a bottle because I used to have a machine that used to be able to predict redox for some 14 years. So I knew a little bit about redox molecules in terms of how important they are for the body and uh, their uh, communication skills, what they're actually uh, there for. Um, to, 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 I'd say minor to moderate degrees of understanding. And because of my um, skepticism, I think this is really, really important uh, for all of us, is that if we're a cynic or a closed-minded skeptic, we really don't learn much. But if we're an open-minded um, skeptic and we can look at things in a way that goes, yeah, I'm not sure about that, but then you actually do your own study and you don't do what I would classify as normal ways of looking at research, which I'll go through in a little bit deeper later on, um, then uh, I think we can find a lot of truth. And that was one of the things I really liked about your intro there was you know, truth with informed decisions. And if you're an open-minded skeptic, that's what then evolves. And I literally spent thousands of research hours. I looked at seminars, genetic and PubMed research about these redox molecules and for a year um, before I actually um, seriously came on board in the clinic. But going back to my story, nothing worked until I placed these redox molecules onto my sciatic area, and within about, um, I would say, an hour, I had a 25 to 30% improvement, which was pretty miraculous for what I'd just been through. <laughs> well, I'm sure, you know, that was amazing to have relief in such a short period of time after trying everything else. So I'm sure people are... Um, are curious right now to understand more about what these redox molecules are because it's a topic that is not really found in the mainstream uh, world of even integrative medicine and um, yet it's one of the leading areas of research going on and um, there are oh, we're going to talk about the product that actually has been patented, I believe it's patented, that's the only product in the world that has been able to make these molecules, and, and, and we'll go from there. But let's just start by introducing people to what this redox signaling molecule is all about. Lovely. Okay, so 
First of all, the first concept, there's four concepts I'll just take, take you through um, at, at this time. The first concept is just understanding that they are signaling molecules. So what they do is they literally tell cells what to do. And I'll, I'll embrace this, uh, I'll go through this a little bit more in detail as we walk through these concepts. The second most important concept is understanding that they are native to the body. So there's two important words to grasp here. One is natural and the other is native. So natural, so think of anything natural that we may take in. They could be even supplements and vitamins and uh, herbs, etc. They could be the food we eat, the protein, fluids, water, um, um, different juices that we may um, juice organically or otherwise. So think of that as natural. But one of the challenges with natural is that we can have food intolerances or literally be allergic to it. And, uh, like, I've got people who are, you know, allergic to, unfortunately, the sun. If they go out to the sun, they get welts on them and they have an immediate reaction of headaches and feel terrible. And I've got others um, that are, unfortunately, allergic to water. They have to drink water through a straw. Um, and, of course, we've heard of people who may be uh, allergic in terms of peanuts or... Uh, gluten, for example, where if they have it, they may need an EpiPen. So the importance here is understanding the word native actually mean, means that it's made internally. So redox signaling molecules are made internally, and what that then means is that they have no toxicity because um, millions of years of or thousands of years of genetics have basically know, we know what to do with these things. And they're immediately bioactive. So as soon as it touches any part of our body, even when we're drinking it, it's immediately active within our body. So therefore it can be used with any product, any vitamin, any supplement, any drug, anything whatsoever. So that's the, the first couple of concepts to really grasp. The next important concept to grasp is that redox signaling molecules, you know, what aren't they? So they are definitely not things like you would normally think in the natural world, like vitamins A, B, C, D, E, like the antioxidants, vitamin C, vitamin E, etc., alkaline water, minerals uh, like magnesium, calcium, etc., antioxidants I just mentioned, green juices, collagen like protein, protein drinks, etc. So that's the, the next important concept is understanding what they are not. And then the, the next one then is, it, it, it continues on from that theme is, um, what I like to sort of talk about here is understanding this signaling molecules and um, and using an analogy that is easy to understand. So I want you to think of a mobile phone, okay? So the mobile phone you may be listening on or the mobile phone you may have at home. To build a mobile phone, we need building blocks. So we need building blocks like components and glass and alloys, etc., to build this mobile phone. But a mobile phone is totally useless without its SIM card. So just imagine this, Cheryl. If we've got, you know, say, for example, you've got 10 friends and um, you've got an emergency to get out to 10 of your friends and for whatever reason um, you, you send this text out and they should be getting back to you immediately because of how urgent this text is or this message is. And for whatever reason, eight of your friends do not get back to you. So in the next um, hour or so, you go over to their place, you find out what's going on, and every door that you knocked on with these eight friends, 
you just find out for whatever reason they didn't put their SIM card into their phone. <laughs> and, of course, they can't get in contact with you. Even if they were next door, they could not get in contact with you if they didn't have their SIM card. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. It's very... Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so what happens with the human cell, and science suggests there's about 50 trillion human DNA cells that are within our body, and every cell then needs building blocks, like foods and supplements, all the things that we just said before. However, a cell is totally useless, like the mobile phone without its SIM card. A cell is useless without its SIM card, and its SIM card is called redox signaling molecules. So say, for example, now there's an emergency. So the emergency might be a serious disease, whether that be rheumatoid or whether that be diabetes or whether that be insomnia, hormonal issues, cardiovascular, there's an emergency. Those cells that are involved that are now expressing that problem, if they haven't got a SIM card, for example, or a molecule telling that cell that there's a problem, then there's no response, unfortunately. The, the cell goes, oh, I don't know, I know I'm not well, but I just don't seem to be able to heal because the body, unfortunately, hasn't got enough of these SIM cards. So that's the analogy I'd like to draw with understanding um, concept number one with regards to it being a communication uh, molecule and then the second one, oh, sorry, the third one that I talked about it um, in terms of what redox signaling molecules are not because when we know what they, they are not, they're not a building block, um, then we can then use a analogy to quickly describe um, what these things actually do in the body. So the next most important concept then is that these redox molecules modulate or balance um, all the different uh, systems within the body. So think of the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, the hormonal system. Um, you can think of any different system or any different tissue in the body. These redox molecules modulate or balance, which means, so say for example, now there's many different parts to the immune system, but think of... Um, uh, one part of the immune system called the neutrophils are really elevated and another part of the immune system called the lymphocytes are really deficient. Now, if that keeps on going, what happens is that can end up with any type of um, health challenge, okay, um, even autoimmune diseases, um, etc. And typically that happens, it's an emergency, but the body hasn't got these redox molecules to tell these cells that there's a problem but when you get enough of these redox molecules into the body what happens then is the neutrophils that were high now modulate or are brought back into balance in terms of coming back to normal and the lymphocytes that were deficient what they do then is when you have enough of these redox is then they'll come back and they'll um, bring about a balance once again in the lymphocytes bringing about a uh, uh, an adaptogenic, a modulating, balancing effect within the immune system. So they're the really important concepts in terms of um, um, what these uh, molecules do. And even at the skin level, at the skin cell level, Cheryl, um, for example, um, the normal skin cells take 28 days to renew themselves when we're healthy. And I typically say that health um, is up until about the age of 30. Once we get to 30, things slowly start to decline. And interestingly, science has now suggests by the time we get to 40, we've actually got six hidden diseases, and the next 20 to 30 years is typically when 
the body will start to express these hidden diseases. So for anyone that is 40, I typically suggest <clears throat> don't allow yourself to think that you're well. Allow a test to actually prove that you are well. Really important advice. Sorry, just having a drink. <clears throat> but the interesting thing about skin cells is that, that by the time we get to 50, this renewal process actually takes up to 90 days. And now I'm over the age of 60, and I think it's more like 180 days, unfortunately. And now that's a, if we're 50, that's a 200% decrease in cellular renewal because we haven't got enough of these redox signaling molecules. So that's the first most important thing that I'd like to go through there, Cheryl, in terms of um, you know, what are these important molecules. And, the, and I think you have uh, shared with me in the past that these molecules, which are innate, they are made by the body, and we'll talk about why this is such a breakthrough technology to be able to actually stabilize these molecules, which they never the researchers never thought they'd be able to take this process that goes on in the body and put it into a form that can be used to activate them. But I, but, but, but the point I want to make is that the older we get or the more stressed we get, the more we – do we use up these molecules or just, you know, not able to produce them? But we – they're less and less of these signaling molecules, signaling – every single cell of the body to do its job as it should do. Yeah, correct. And there's, there's a number of reasons as to why, and I'll just go through that now. One of the ones that you just touched on there, Cheryl, is age. Um, I will go into that a little bit more deeper shortly. Age is definitely one of the reasons. The next one is um, even what we eat and drink will actually decline redox signaling molecules. And we all know that at times where we might eat and drink <laughs> the correct way or the one or the food that may be healthy for us. So the more that we sway away from um, what is growing out of the ground, like fruit salads and vegetables, etc., and the more that we eat processed foods, the more this then actually impacts our ability, body's ability to make redox signaling molecules. Stress does it as well, and today we're just living in stressful environments everywhere. And this also includes electromagnetic stress, and then the next one then is chemicals and hidden infections like candida and yeast and bacteria and viruses, to name a few, parasites and uh, worms, etc., that unfortunately stealthily take over, over our body and they also decrease our redox signaling molecules as well. So um, the interesting thing, though, is all those four things that I just went through, age, what we eat and drink, stress, electromagnetic stress, chemicals and stealth infections, they all create a acidity within the body. And the more acid we are, what happens then, it impacts our body's ability to make redox signaling molecules because the mitochondria that makes these amazing molecules, it, the, the, the pH, sorry, the... the the um, uh, mitochondria matrix uh, needs to be pH neutral to, for it to be able to make the amount of redox signaling molecules that our body actually makes or needs. Sorry. Now, with pH, it's really important to understand there's pH, yes, which means how many hydrogen ions are in solution. And in the human body, I've seen saliva and urine vary between about 4.6 
extremely acidic to around about 9 or 10, which is now getting a bit too too alkaline. Um, However, our blood pH should only go between 7.35 and 7.45. And the blood pH only varies by 0.1. For example, if you're um, less than 7 in your blood, you're dead. If you're above 7.8, you're also dead. So there's not much variation in our blood. However, the, um, the pH in our urine can actually vary greatly. And then the next most important concept that a lot of people don't understand is that with our acidity and alkalinity, we need to understand strength of alkalinity. Strength of alkalinity is one of the most important concepts to understand. So strength of alkalinity means um, it, what's the, a solution's ability to neutralize an acid? That part is really important to understand. But today we're not going to go into that in too much depth. So I just wanted people to understand that because the mitochondria that makes these important molecules um, needs to have a neutral pH to be able to make them. And unfortunately, those four things that I just discussed then before with regards to age, what we eat and drink, stress chemicals and stealth infections and electromagnetic stress, that actually um, um, decreases our... Um, mitochondria's ability to make these amazing molecules as well. Um, and it's just phenomenal um, where these things are made, and that might be where we go next, but um, I'll leave that to you, to yourself, um, Cheryl. Well, what what really is important for people to understand is that our world that we are now inhabiting is creating... Um, such such a, a, a stress in our system and is altering our fundamental pH. So um, yeah, yeah. everything everything from you know the foods that foods that have glyphosate on them, which is everything now, unless it's totally certified organic, and everything you mentioned. When we have that exposure to all these stressors and toxins, it creates a very acidic environment. And that is the environment where all disease and imbalance in the body thrive. So we, and then we have aging on top of it, which is just slowing down our body's ability to to successfully have all these systems working optimally. So, I mean, we're really... Where you know, humanity, certainly in the West, we're really challenged right now, which is why we have this epidemic of chronic illnesses. And to think about understanding redox signaling, which I, I know there are thousands of research papers now, right, Wayne? I mean, this is a hot topic, redox signaling is suddenly becoming kind of the buzzword in um, the leading research areas because it's absolutely essential, if not we're desperate, <laughs> to find the most effective way to communicate to the cells of the body to return to optimal functioning. It doesn't matter if you're taking vitamins and minerals. If the cells don't have the fundamental communication in place, they can't even utilize your vitamins and minerals. So. Exactly, and there's a few things you've touched on there I'll go through. So when I first started looking at these molecules going back to about 2016, maybe the later half of 2015, there was approximately 15 to 20,000 
peer-reviewed um, articles on redox molecules. Now there's over 100,000 um, peer-reviewed articles on, on these amazing molecules. And just getting back to age, the other thing that I wanted to mention was that we actually lose 10% of redox molecules from the age of approximately puberty. So say, for example, someone 65, um, uh, for easy math, say puberty is 15, that means that 50, so we take 15 from 65, that's 50. So 50% of the 50 trillion cells that a human DNA cells in our body, that means that 25 trillion do not have um, these uh, signaling molecules to tell the cells that there may be an emergency in someone's body. 25 trillion. Now, that's just because of age, Cheryl. So you add then on what you talked about before or mentioned before, um, you know, wrong foods, stresses, electromagnetic stresses. They now say just uranium has circumnavigated the world many times because of Chernobyl and also Japan. So we all have been affected even due to uranium. Um, there's so many things now that affect us and our health decline is happening faster because we're, the body um, really doesn't know how to um, address the problems without these redox molecules, and that's how important they are in the human body. Uh, they're, they're so important, that's for sure. So my, my question is, there are 100,000 research papers and studies that have been investigating this area of redox signaling molecules, but... Um, there's just so few options of what to do to practically uh, increase that those, that production of, of signaling molecules. Why is that? Sorry, you just broke up a little bit. Could you say it again? Sir? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I was just saying there are these 100,000 studies. There's so much interest yeah. in redox signaling, and yet there are so few products available that actually can... Huh in a proven way, increase these redox signaling molecules in our body? Yeah, so um, the, the, one of the hardest things um, to actually do with these molecules, uh, I've got a friend of mine, for example, who uh, his son has got a PhD in nanotechnology, and he says it's easy to actually make these redox molecules now that we um, have the ability to be able to do it, which we didn't have probably 20 or 30 years ago. Um, maybe 30 years ago. Uh, but the hardest thing has been able to stabilise them. And this is where a doctor um, who's a, an atomic medical physicist, Dr. Samuelson, was actually able to stabilise them. And once they've been able to stabilise them, um, that was the key. That's why I found it really hard to believe that you could actually put these things into a bottle or a tube. So the, the challenge was the stabilisation. Now the challenge, the next challenge now is people may not have heard what these redox molecules are, and I'll use another analogy to help us to understand this. So if we uh, ask the question to a room full of health advocates, health people, uh, even um, someone on the street what an antioxidant is, and you just ask the simple question, have you heard of antioxidants? Probably a hundred out of a hundred people will say, yes, I've heard of them. Now, whether they actually know what they do and how they work is another question, but at least they've heard of them. Now, the main reason they've heard of them is because of time or exposure. 
because um, Dr. Henry, I'm sorry, Henry Mattel, back in 1920s, first discovered vitamin C and vitamin E. So we've had seven decades, 70 years um, before they started becoming a little bit known in the 90s, for example. And it wasn't really until the 2000s that we now actually know a lot about and everyone now um, has heard of these amazing molecules. So redox signaling molecules, the first Nobel Prize, was only given in 1998. So we haven't had much time or exposure. And they now say that less than 1% of people in the world actually um, uh, have heard of redox signaling molecules. But since then, Nobel Prizes in the Physiology of Medicine and Cellular Communication have been given in 2011, 12, 13, 14, 16, and 17. And this is um, just backing up that it is now the fastest growing science in Western medicine. Even universities in Australia are now um, having um, uh, are looking at what these molecules do. There's, um, I think in July, just gone, uh, there was a three-day conference in Paris with over 20 speakers just talking about redox signaling molecules in, the, in, in their specialities. So now that there's all this interest, uh, the um, you know the, the next step, and what we really are here to talk about is a product that you have, I believe, spent a year researching, Wayne, before you would um, endorse it and use it that actually is, I think, the only product that actually has been proven to stabilize these reductively molecules. I'm not sure if that's true. Is it? Is there any, any other product or only one product so far? There's only one product so far that has all the different redox signaling molecules contained within. So probably just uh, understanding that what I just said a little bit more. So say, for example, if you just asked me, Cheryl, um, uh, oh, sorry, if you just said, for example, a statement that I own a car, my next question would be, you know, what type of car? You know, um, the same as redox signaling molecules. There's many different types of redox signaling molecules, that's for sure. And probably what I'd like to do before we get into that is just go through um, a little bit more about where they're made and two of their important functions, which may help to understand their importance. So the, the, we, I mentioned before that the cell um, has something called the mitochondria, and the mitochondria is where the, these amazing molecules are made. Now think of a cell which we can't see, and the mitochondria is within a cell. So imagine how small these things are, and you can have over 7,000 mitochondria per one cell. So, uh, and these things are the motor to our um, to ourselves. They give us our energy, and it's been found that mitochondria deficiency in terms of their function is a big determinant in nearly every disease. So, the more this the more these mitochondria are unable to do their job, the more diseases someone has. And the the most the next most important concept to understand is that the human body they suggest is over 70% salt water. It's not water; it is salt water, and the extracellular fluid is bathed in this salt water, and then therefore the cell is also bathed in this salt water. And this salt water 
um, as mentioned, has to be alkaline as well, whether it be extracellular or intracellular. Now, different parts of the body may have different pH values, like, for example, the stomach may be extremely acidic, and then there's other parts of the body need to be more alkaline. But as a general rule of thumb, the pH, especially in the mitochondria, needs to be this pH neutral, for example, for it to have its best function. So what we've known about the mitochondria for quite some time, um, as mentioned, it, it um, produced the energy, and this is known as adenosine triphosphate, ATP, and it makes this by the breakdown of food, etc., um, breaks it all down and it turns it into energy. This is why it's been known as the powerhouse to our cells for quite some time. But only since 1998, as mentioned, um, that we've started to know more about these uh, uh, that the mitochondria actually makes redox signaling molecules. And it makes, an interesting thing, Cheryl, it makes, and everyone, it makes these um, uh, redox molecules out of salt water. It actually gets the individual molecules of um, sodium, chloride, hydrogen, and oxygen. It gets those four molecules, and it makes all the different redox signaling molecules out of those four molecules. I'm sorry, out of, yeah, out of those four molecules from salt water. Now, even these redox signaling molecules should be balanced. And so think of that there's these reductive species, and these reductive species, what they do is they protect the cells by activating antioxidants. And we just spoke about antioxidants in terms of vitamin C, vitamin E. Some foods that are antioxidants are things like ginger and turmeric and, and garlic. Um, um, all, there's a whole lot of different blueberries, raspberries that are, that are antioxidants, that's for sure. The important concept here is that Redox signaling molecules activate all these antioxidants. So if you haven't got enough redox signaling molecules, you can take a bucket load of antioxidants and they don't seem to be really doing their job, for example. And I've got so many people, including chiropractors, functional medicine doctors, doctors who come to see me. Um, uh, and by the way, 80% of my clinic is um, remote. So I've got people all around the world just using Zoom or, um, or phone. And they come to me with this plethora of vitamins and supplements they are taking, and I literally say to them, I can't do any better than that. When I look at your blood, you're doing the best in terms of vitamins and supplements, but what you have is a redox deficiency. And then what we do is we start giving them the redox um, uh, supplementation. Now the building blocks, their antioxidants, can now actually uh, work because they've been activated. And the interesting thing about the antioxidants, the native antioxidants, one of the strongest antioxidants we can have in our body is something called glutathione superoxide dispatase and catalase. And redox signaling molecules activate these major antioxidants by up to 800% natively, internally, which is just an incredible feat that the body is able to do this. And the body's just got such a brilliant ability to heal when we point it in the right direction. So what does oxidative stress mean? What does it mean? Because it's a difficult concept to grasp. So when you haven't got enough antioxidants, oxidative stress can then cause things like high blood pressure, heart disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, think of Parkinson's, um, think of macular degeneration, osteoarthritis, stroke, obesity, MS, diabetes too. So that's the first phase of understanding um, uh, mitochondria, and understanding that the mitochondria makes redox signaling molecules, these are the reductive species, and then we have the other side of the coin. 
These are the reactive oxygen species. And what these do is they detect, repair, and replace damaged cells using the immune system. Now, the immune system, this is really important to understand, the immune system is what should decrease chronic inflammation. So imagine what would happen if chronic inflammation was allowed to run rampant if you didn't have enough redox signaling molecules to get the immune system to activate. Remember that important word, activation. So if you haven't got enough redox signaling molecules, you can't activate your immune system to decrease chronic inflammation. Now, when that happens, things like asthma, allergies, sinus, hay fever, irritable bowel, leaky gut, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, thyroid problems, Hashimoto's, um, hormonal imbalances, autoimmune, think of rheumatoid arthritis, um, scleroderma, lupus, etc., cancer and skin issues. All this occurs because of the, uh, the body's inability to have these amazing molecules to activate the immune system to decrease your chronic inflammation. And the other important thing, just leaving, leaving it with this in terms of three very important functions, it also has been found from a research papers um, now, the first one that I saw came from Singapore, that it actually activates stem cells, modulates, modulates stem cell production. And the, uh, uh, a concept that we've really got a grasp here is that the body really knows how to heal intuitively, but we want it to heal egotistically. And what I mean by that is someone wants, say, I just want my arthritic knee to be fixed. But the body, that's egotistically, but the body wants to heal intuitively. So when you start taking redox molecules, what it'll do, it'll go intuitively and it'll go, hey, I can't even get the circulation um, to open up to get the nutrients down there because the circulation's so poor. So what I'm going to do now is actually open up the circulation. Now that might take three months because the circulation opened up to get down to that area. And when we truly understand that, the body does need some time to heal and we allow the intuitiveness of the body to heal and we activate our antioxidants, we activate our immune system, we modulate and activate stem cells. With these molecules, um, some incredible healing can then actually occur. So that's why this is such an important conversation, Wayne, because what you're explaining is something that very few people at this point in time really have an understanding of and also a, um, an appreciation of what they do and, and how to use them and, and where to go to get them. So we're going to talk about where to go to get them, what, you know, where you can access these. The, the only product in the world that has been able to stabilize them. But before we do that, it's just so important to emphasize what you have been saying, Wayne, that if you do not have healthy functioning mitochondria to produce these critical molecules that modulate and control and communicate to every single system, which when systems are offline, then they show up as all sorts of manifestations of chronic illness. And we try to treat the chronic illnesses with medications or vitamins or other therapies, but we are really needing to get to the most basic piece of the healing puzzle, which is to generate the redox signaling molecules so the body has the ability to get their SIM card put into their phone and get the messages. 
<laughs> Lovely book. Very nice. Yes. Right. Yes, very true. So yeah, yeah. So so the the product that has stabilized the molecules is known as ASEA, and uh, it's it's a really interesting product. Um, you talk a little bit about it, but I, I also in the time we have, we have a little bit of time left still. Uh, I, I'd really like you to share some of the testimonials of, from your patients, Wayne. Who, you know, what does it mean? What does it mean to increase redox signaling molecules? How does that manifest in the healing process in a person's body? So I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, and before I go there, I suppose, uh, remember I talked about being an open-minded skeptic. So one of the things I did when I was an open-minded skeptic, I actually said to people, I actually say to people, please don't go to Google. Because if you go to Dr. Google, um, Dr. Google is a search engine, not a research engine. And unfortunately, in 2019, it did change its algorithm, um, whereby now you, your major information you will get from Dr. Google is from a pharmaceutical-based, um, a pharmaceutical base. So you're going to be very influenced by the medical world. So, but what I did is I did go to Dr. Google, even though I say to people don't, because my, when, it's interesting thing, Sharon, I'm sure people could understand, is whenever you are, challenge with something and your skepticism is your little antenna on your head basically pops up what happens is typically initially what goes on is the brain will take you to the things that will prove your skepticism and this is where you've got to be really careful the the true open-minded skeptic will then go hmm that's interesting it proved to me that that was correct but i wonder if i dig deeper what will really be explored. And this is the way I look at everything now. So what I did is I uh, went into Dr. Google and I thought I actually saw a bunch of um, websites that were negative to um, redoxing molecules and a fear. So <laughs> I believed it. And when I came out, I went, yep, see, I told you so. <laughs> I, I was right. But then when I did, then I took a step back and I went back into research and went into PubMed. And you can go to Google, you can go to um, other um, avenues, but don't go to Google in terms of the normal Google. And uh, I found, as I said, 15,000 to 20,000 when I first went on board and looked at it, and then now there's over 100,000 studies. And then what I did after about six months of doing the research, I then went back into Dr. Google and said, I wonder what I read. I just want to go refresh myself. And I only found two websites that were negative towards it. And when I went deeper into it, those, those um, websites or comments, they were actually negative towards vitamins and supplements. You shouldn't go to chiropractors. You should never go to a homeopath or naturopath. So you can probably guess which side of the equation of health they were sitting. Yeah. So that's really important initially. And, um, and, and then in terms of uh, people and their improvements, and the biggest thing that I've found is that... Um, you know, when I when people are on the phone or in Zoom or, or etc., and I'm talking to them, whether they be a, a, a functional medicine doctor, a, a doctor, a chiropractor, a naturopath, or, or someone from the public, is that I literally say to them, and it doesn't matter the name of the disease, because what Redox does is intuitively heals whatever that may be. So. 
and then what I do then is I look at what they're already taking. And as mentioned, um, uh, a lot of people who are health advocates, and I dare say that a lot of people listening to your channel are health advocates, so therefore they will be taking a, uh, a number of vitamins and supplements. And I truly believe that um, you know we shouldn't really take a vitamin or a supplement until unless a test reveals you need it. I, I think that's really important to take on board as well. Uh, now, there are caveats to that, of course. Some people um, can't afford tests or some people can't have needles or they're just totally freaked out by it. Uh, I totally understand that as well. But uh, some sort of test, I think, needs to be done before you take any vitamin or supplement or herb. And when I'm looking at um, what people are taking when they've done that, typically... So I can't really improve it, but what you've got is a redox deficiency. And, you know, I've seen people who have had electromagnetic um, frequency syndrome where they can't go through, they can't go anywhere near a phone or a computer, even that phone or computer next door. Um, they've been like this for about a decade, and um, this, this particular um, person that I'm thinking about is a functional medicine doctor, and he's had this problem for quite some time, 10 years as mentioned. And after three months of just on redox, because we've already got the building blocks, um, changes improved dramatically, whereby in six months, 90% improved. Um, uh, another one that I can think of just um, quickly, you know, with um, a tick-borne disease, 10 years of spending $250,000, not really getting anywhere, nowhere, unfortunately. 250000 sure. A lot of money, yeah. a lot of money, and not getting anywhere. And after a year of being on redox, um, basically then totally turned one's life around. And I'll just leave, um, leave with two more. Uh, a gentleman from over in Singapore um, somehow finds me. Uh, he, we have a Zoom call, and uh, once again, he's in the wellness industry. He's a, I call him a health advocate. He knows stuff. He's been to some of the best TCM doctors and naturopaths and that that's available in Singapore. And uh, in five years, no, sorry, four years, he spent uh, over 55000 Singaporean dollars, got nowhere. Uh, his, he was suicidal. He lost all testosterone. He had severe mercury toxicity. And in four days, he noticed a difference on redox. And I said the same. Sorry, I'll go back a little bit. He had all the vitamins and the supplements. He had the herbs. And I looked at his blood and I thought, I really can't improve this. You know, um, you got a redox deficiency. And he said, what's redox? And I said, you're a researcher. Go on the PubMed. And if you're interested, get back to me. He got back to me. And I sent him some. And he opened his account. And in four days, he noticed a change. And in three months, total change, whereby he was 90% better. And that was five years ago. And he's still doing exceptionally well. And just one more, I'll leave you with the other side of the coin where I get people coming into the clinic or on Zoom and they've got, um, and they're taking redox. But they've improved some things and other things haven't improved. And uh, then I'll go and ask them, are you taking any building blocks? Are you taking any vitamins or supplements to rebuild the cell? And they go, no, should I be doing that? I said, yeah, because unfortunately our food really doesn't cut it any day cut it today because um, we can't get the nutrients out of it, out of the food that we need to restore um, some serious diseases. And we start introducing the right um, vitamins and herbs, etc., determined by their blood, and 
once again, three to six months, the body changes and healing starts to occur. And as you mentioned there, um, Cheryl, um, the only company in the world that's been able to put redox molecules into a bottle and a gel is ASEA, A-S-E-A. Um, they, the bottle intuitively um, intuitively works within the body. body. It builds from the inside up. So if the microcirculation needs to be worked on first, it will go there. If you want your knee to be helped first, it won't go there because it needs to do other things first. But then they use the gel. Then they brought a gel out that we can then put directly onto the area to help with um, any type of condition. So if it's a liver problem, put it on the liver. If it's on the spleen, put it on the spleen. So there's only two ways the body can make redox, and that is, of course, the mitochondria that are left, that are healthy, can make redox. That's for sure. And we can entice that by meditating, um, by light exercises, um, these um, happy movies, laughing and that type of stuff can um, help you to make more of these molecules, that's for sure, but to actually get an abundance of these where they can really help you enormously is um, um, in a bottle or a tube and the company's name is a seal. Well, there's just so much to be said. I, I just want to add uh, one other uh, story um, uh, that I've come across, and that has to do with um, children who were diagnosed with autism, which tend to have uh, heavy metals stored in their brain and, I guess, throughout their body. And the thing about these redox signaling models is because they produce high levels of glutathione, and uh, and those, and SOD and catalase that help to detoxify the, in the liver have had significant improvement when they've been taking this ASEA product. Yes, yeah, so the redox molecules can um, really, because they can improve that uh, glutathione, SOD, and catalase by up to 800%, it really can have a profound um profound um, difference when we're talking about heavy metals going to the brain and that. That's for sure, Cheryl. Which I, I think that's so encouraging for um, all those parents who are dealing with children or just adults who are dealing with heavy metal toxicity to know this is another way that they can help the body. You know, um, when I met you, I was skeptical too. I, as I, a healthy skeptic, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, I just want to say that um, I, I try to, but what you do, you do live blood cell analysis, as it's called, and so uh, I consider myself a really healthy person. I didn't really have any major presenting problems, and when you did the blood, when we took it before I started, I was shocked because all these red blood cells were clumped together and they were misshapen and the immune system was really struggling. It was like, oh, my God, this is going on inside me. I had no idea. I felt okay. But it's like you were saying, the older we get, these things are brewing, and at some point in time they will show up in some sort of problem. So um, so I I started taking the Cystia product, and I took it for uh, three months. After three months, it came back and took my blood again, and it was a totally different profile. All those little red blood cells were happy. They were floating around. They were round, and, you know, it was such a a profound transformation that is indicating that (laughs) because the only thing I did different in my program was add the ASEA, so that was, you know, as much of a control as I could get that it worked. 
that you know the the inner the inner terrain was responding and actually making me healthier in ways that I didn't even know I needed. And uh, that was a profound moment, <laughs> I have to say. It's like, oh, my God, you know, this has saved me from what would have eventuated down the track. Yeah, it was pretty profound. I remember it. And I, and I, I think it backs up the statement that, uh, you know, no matter how you feel, allow a test to prove that you feel healthy. Or otherwise, yeah. Yeah, right. So um, we're right at the end of the show. I just want to say that, first of all, if people would like to get in touch with Wayne, um, you, you can go to his website, which is waynepickstone.com, P-I-C-K, Pickstone, just like it sounds, waynepickstone.com. If you would like to learn more about ASEA, you don't buy it online. It's not found in a shop, and I definitely do not recommend you buying it on eBay because people are filling bottles with water or seawater and saying they're redoxing the molecules. But the best way to do this, if you are interested in learning more, possibly even trying it, but if you're going to do it, it's really commit to three months, right, Wayne? Because your body needs time. Definitely it needs time, yeah. And depending upon the condition, it could take longer than that, but definitely give it three months, yes. Yeah. So what what I would like to offer everyone in my audience is to uh, schedule a free consultation with me. And uh, you can email me at drs at drcherylselman. I'm going to spell my name for those of you that don't know how to spell it. It's S-H-E-R-R-I-L-L. S-E-L-L-M-A-N, so a lot of R's, a lot of L's in there. So it's drsherylselman.com, D-R-S at drsherylselman.com, because I am more than happy to schedule the time to explain this, to answer your questions, and if you'd like to order, we can set it up as well. But um, the only way to get these is through somebody who is already involved with the company. So... Um, this is the way to go. But you, you want to have some guidance with them anyway. You just don't want to start taking them without knowing what to do and how to use them. So um, that's it. Just I'm offering you an opportunity for a free consultation. Just have to email me and um, we'll get that scheduled. So, Wayne, this has been so enlightening, and I am so uh, appreciative for the diligence of doing the research and having the patience to explain this to me at first and now to my wonderful audience so we can really get this profound understanding of uh, one of the greatest advancements in the healing arts right now, which is redox signaling molecules. And I've got to sign off. We're really at the end of the show, but waynepickstone.com if you'd like to learn more. Wayne, thanks for being here with us. And... For all of you, until next time, always honor the wisdom of your feminine self. Bye for now. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks, everyone.